Or please, now driving. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Four Please Now Driving, the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith from ESPN. Mother Nature was rude once again Saturday at Augusta National, disrupting the 87th Masters tournament for the second consecutive day. Saturday, just like Friday evening, was saturated. However, the second round of the Masters, postponed by Weather Friday, resumed at 8 a.m. and continued through completion. Following the second round, Brooks Kepka stood at 12 under par, a two-shot lead over John Rahm and four shots clear of amateur Sam Bennett. That trio made up the final grouping in the third round. Two-time PGA champion Justin Thomas shot six over par on the second nine and missed the cut by a stroke. In seven previous Masters appearances, JT had never missed a cut. Meanwhile, Thomas' good friend and mentor Tiger Woods did make the cut on the line and in the process tied Gary Player and Fred Couples at 23 consecutive made cuts in the Masters. That is a record. Speaking of Couples, the 1992 Masters champion set a record himself Saturday. At 63 years and six months old, he became the oldest player ever to make the cut at the Masters. You know, I played really well the last couple days. I've said the word really a lot of times because I enjoy the place, but... um, you know, I hit my tee shot yesterday in, when the wind was howling and I had like 2.30 the hole and all night long I thought, you know, just make a five. I wasn't even thinking about a four and I made a five. So, you know, that's probably the best I could have done unless something crazy would have happened. But, uh, you know, there really isn't a secret. I mean, everyone loves this place. That doesn't mean you're going to play well. If I hit it really solid, I'm a good iron player. And, you know, yesterday... A couple of the bogeys I made, I fatted an eight iron on seven with a pretty easy shot, thinking maybe I should have hit nine, but it was a little funky, a little lie. And then I hit a little too much. I flew it on 17, about four feet from the hole, and it bounced over. And, you know, most people would have got it. I'm down. I bogey both those holes. And other than that, besides butchering 13, I, I hit most of the greens, and, and I actually had a few birdie chances. I am excited to make the cut. Uh, you know, that's why I come here. The last four years have been really mediocre golf, and uh, maybe one year I was semi-close to making the cut. But, you know, that's my objective, and I did it. And, you know, it's not like, ha, 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 you know, now I can screw around and play 36 holes for fun. I'm going to try and compete, you know, play a good pairing with some younger guys and watch them play. Like I said yesterday, I played with Alex Norn and Russell Henley, and I and couldn't have had a better parent. I didn't even have any idea. I went to a, I, you know, I will say this. I went to a dinner last night, and the guy there said, you know, you're going to make the cut. And I said, well, I hope. I, he said it would be, I think it's Sam Snead, Jack Nicholas, and then I moved into third place in the most cuts. I wish I had three wins and mm-hmm. ten cuts, but uh, the couple times that I had, I didn't. But I, I love the place, and I'm really happy to be playing this afternoon and Sunday. The third round promptly began at 11.30 a.m., and players managed miserable, rainy, and cold conditions until the horn blew at 3.15 p.m., and play was once again suspended for the remainder of the day. The final grouping of Kepka, Rahm, and Bennett were set to putt on the 7th when play was halted. Brooks Kepka remains atop the leaderboard as we make our way towards Sunday. He is currently 13 under par, while John Rahm sits at 9 under. 
Bennett is at six under, while Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantley, Colin Morikawa, and Matthew Fitzpatrick all sit eight shots back at five under. Augusta National announced that third round play will resume Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Gates open at seven as previously scheduled. The final round is expected to begin at 12.30 p.m. off of holes number one and 10 in pairings. The live broadcast will remain 2 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS as originally scheduled. Despite the dreary conditions Saturday, nothing could possibly cloud the legacies of two Masters legends. 1987 champion Larry Mize calls his 40th Masters appearance his last. After the round, he discussed the lasting impact of the green jacket. It's just unbelievable, surreal. Uh, you know, words, words don't do it justice to uh, have won here and played here for 40 years. Ah, pretty incredible. I mean, the fans were great, and to get a reception like that and in weather like this, uh, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Yeah, that was very special for Sandy to come out and, and just greet me there because it's uh, Sandy's a good friend, a great champion, and to uh, to finish off with him is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Well, you know, I, obviously I, I, I hope and don't think it changed me as a person, but other than that, it changed a lot. I mean, it, it changed, uh, you know, gave, gave me opportunities, gave me and my family opportunities to do things we wouldn't have otherwise done. The recognition I've gotten, I mean, it's amazing to win to win the Masters and then to do it in that fashion kind of just enhanced it. Um, so it was, uh, it's hard to put into words. It's been a tremendous blessing uh, to, to, have, to have won here and uh, it has uh, you know, changed my life uh, for the better, no doubt. Who could ever forget that 1987 Masters battle as Mize outlasted Greg Norman in a sudden death playoff with a thrilling chip in on his third shot to card an improbable birdie at the 11th. As you heard Mize briefly mention a moment ago, 1988 Masters champion Sandy Lyle, having already finished his 42nd Masters appearance, met Mize at the 18th Saturday for a ceremonial goodbye. It was emotional, not just for them, but for all who witnessed. I obviously know uh, what's going through his mind, and it was just a part of a, just a, a welcome and uh, also to a new era, I suppose, for the both of us. I just thought it's the right thing to do. You know, I think the wife suggested it and I thought about it. I said, yep, I'm gonna go back out there and uh, welcome him to a new era. Well, I think it was the right thing to do, wasn't it? You know, to, to say something back to the, the patrons. You know, they've been very good, very um, knowledgeable of the game of golf. Uh, a lot of them have been coming here for many, many years. and. You know, I've probably been a few miserable times when I come off the 18th and I want to go and bang my head into a wall somewhere, but other times it's been great and they've been very supportive and it, more noticeable probably yesterday when they all stood up coming up the 18th and uh, Jason Kokrak stood by the green and clapped for me all the way from there. So um, it's, it, they're nice memories and I'm, I'm going away with going home with good feelings. The Masters is golf's grandest stage and awards its most coveted trophy. No matter what they've experienced in their respective arenas or lives, athletes from all corners of sport are awed by its majesty. And just like us, no matter how fantastic their expectations may be, Augusta National exceeds them. Add two-time Olympic gold medalist and former U.S. Women's National Team superstar Carly Lloyd to the list.
Carly Lloyd is a two-time Olympic gold medalist, U.S. Women's National Team, of course, superstar. But um, I'm going to stop there with the resume. We could be here all day long. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, let's just start with your master's experience. Uh, how do you describe what this event is? Truly uh, unbelievable, honestly. I I've been to a couple of PGA Tour events. Waste management's a little bit different than, than this. Slightly different experience than the Masters. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just unbelievable. I mean, you know, I think what I, I like the most uh, just being here and, and kind of knowing the traditions is is that tradition you know as a as a former soccer player you kind of like those those old school traditions that that kind of still um, have meaning and value and, and and that's what makes this so special I mean there's no cell phones you know there's barely any advertisements sponsors it's just purely golf and uh, it's it's iconic I mean I've never seen a I've never seen a course in this great a shape. So it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing so far. And anymore, with so many inputs constantly in our lives, isn't there such beautiful energy that you're just here together, watching it undistracted in fellowship with what you're doing, not what you're going to do? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, so much of, of our world these days is cell phones and technology. And while all that is great and is advanced so many different things uh, in our world uh, for the better, it's just it's great to unplug because, you know, you're sitting there, you're taking a photo, taking a video and you're you're really missing the actual finesse and the technique and what's going on around you. I mean, it's it's beautiful here. I mean, you don't. Me watching the Masters on TV and now being here in person, you you don't comprehend how hilly this place is either. Um, A common refrain, Carly. <laughs> exactly. So to have to walk this, you know, four days plus practice rounds, um, yeah, I just have a tremendous respect for for golfers and and what they do and the mental aspect of it. But uh, yeah, truly, truly unbelievable to be here. And I'm only here for the day, so hopefully uh, in the future I can get back here for all four days. Speaking of the mental aspect, you've achieved at the highest level on the largest stages. This is the biggest stage in golf. What mental shift has to happen for world-class athletes when you are on this stage versus what might be a normal match or tournament? I think just staying in that moment. You know, you hear Scotty Scheffler talk about just kind of, you know, being in that moment, that present moment. Um, you can't get too far ahead of yourself. You can't dwell in the past of mistakes. And I think as a as a professional athlete, no matter what sport you're doing, um, that's the most important aspect because at the end of the day, everybody that's here is is good enough um, to win it. But it it really becomes what's in between those ears. Uh, the mind is everything. It can hurt us or help us and um, I, you know especially in a sport like golf um, where it's just you and that stationary ball there's no there's no sort of aggression that you can get out going into a tackle and tackling somebody um, so it's it comes down to that and you have to take you know each shot one one shot at a time one day at a time but um, you know golf's a, one of the craziest sports because I'm now learning it um, you could be, be be good one day, one moment, and uh, the next moment, you know, completely different. So it's it's just about kind of weathering that journey and that storm. That mental side, Rory McIlroy once told me, I asked him, what's the hardest course in the world for you? And he said, the six-inch course between my ears, which is everything out here. Soccer, as we know, is wild. 
fans are nuts, the stadiums are nuts, it's chaotic, it's loud, there's a lot of beautiful energy there. That's your world. You know that competitive arena. You imagine standing over a putt in dead quiet out here with all those eyes. That is a completely different energy and to me far more stressful. 100%. And I got a little taste of that playing in the Waste Management Pro-Am. Um, I did not expect that many people to be there. My heart was beating faster than any World Cup or Olympic final I've ever played in. Um, playing in, you know, in 16 was nuts. Um, so I got a little taste of it where you, you're not only having to kind of calm your nerves like before the tournament, but when you get onto that first tee and you've got all these people watching, um, yeah, it's, it's a different... It's a different mental game, and uh, I used to always kind of argue with people, probably because my husband's been in, been a golfer and been in the golf business for so long, when people say, you know, golfers aren't athletes. I'm like, hold on, hold on a minute. You know, you've got it so wrong. I mean, what they do, stationary ball, I mean, nobody, nobody has mastered the game of golf, um, and that's truly what's spectacular about the sport is even the best make mistakes, even the best, uh, you know, take some horrible shots or make some bad decisions but at the end of the day you just keep coming back for more it's got that addicting factor we started with tradition we'll end there one of the great traditions here my friend is the pimento cheese sandwich as we chat it is still morning so i don't know if you've made your pilgrimage to the concession area yet what sandwich do you want to try and if you have tried any yet what was it what was that experience um, I have heard about this sandwich. I do not know all of the choices that you can choose from, so I probably would would try to probably have to choose them all. So how many? I don't even know how many there are. Egg salad, which is the goat in my opinion. All right, pimento cheese, which gets all the hype. Everybody love. Everybody talks about the pimento. There's a chicken sandwich. There's a master's club, and there is a brand new uh, chicken salad master sandwich, which. I was, I'm a little weird about mayo. It was unbelievably well done. Nala mayo, really nice, light, it was good. So I suggest to you, my tutelage would be egg salad and chicken salad. You in? I was going to say chicken salad, yeah. I'll have to give the egg salad a, a, a try as well. Why not? If you guys could see her eyes, I don't know if she's really fully invested in the egg salad. Carly, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your master's experience. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's okay, Carly. I'll eat whatever you don't want. By the way, just for the record, it bears repeating. Egg salad is way better than pimento cheese. Thank you for listening to Four Please Now Driving, the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith. Sunday at the Masters is next. The greatest day of the year is nigh. And with it, history. History.